0: To get started visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcarecom loss.
1: Today on Love and Hat, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Hey Doggy Doggy, and welcome to Love and Hat, the uh, podcast about arguments. I am your best friend, Stuart Heritage.
2: I am some woman called Robin Wilder. Why are you saying Hey Doggy Doggy?
1: I'm just mixing it up. Hey Doggy Doggy. Hey Doggy Doggy. It's the sort of thing, I think if I was a truck driver uh, driving across America, that would be my ham radio
2: call sign. Call sign. Wow.
1: Hey Doggy Doggy, ginger on your six. <laughs> uh... Uh, smoky Robinson Bandits,
2: fifty nine. Downhill straight away.
1: Is that a real one? I don't know. I'm, I'm very ill. I have to apologise for the um, constant rattle of guitar. What's it, that about? Because it's, it's all in my chest. In your chest. And I really ha- hate. I hate that this has become Stuart's hypochondria corner. The first ten minutes of this, <laughs> where I either list how like chafed my balls are. <laughs> or I list all the types of phlegm in my larynx.
2: List uh, list the different types of
1: phlegm. Uh, I can do it by color. I can do it by density. What would you like?
2: Oh, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever seems to fit. There's break. been
1: some very dark, dark guitar. right? There's been some very sort of fluorescent, How interesting. like bright sort of yellows and greens.
2: Wow, just coming out of your just mouth. coughing
1: it up, yeah. How? Like that. Bet <laughs> 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 I made that noise for people who don't understand the word cough
2: all the way up when you cough yes do you cough into a tissue and then look at it
1: uh no sometimes i cough uh yeah sometimes i cough into a tissue and look at it actually sometimes i cough uh into a sink and i can never get it directly into the plug hole so there's a there's a moment where i'm forced to confront it before i can flush it down with a jet of water
2: do you when you do poo yeah do you look at the poo
1: yeah do you no. Do you cover it up with paper so your your eyes won't be offended by your own foulness?
2: Can you see what colour it is? No, but you can you can
1: discern size and texture.
2: One of the things that you like to do is uh, jauntily re-enter a room after you've done a poo and, and describe it.
1: No, no, no. I yes, don't you like do. to do it. It Depends on the room. I don't. I wouldn't walk into if I was going to accept my OBE. I wouldn't go <laughs> into the Queen's wherever it is bedroom and be like, "Cool, blimey, it was bit." <laughs> Yellow looking have tea. Nuggety at the start, wet <laughs> at the end.
2: You're going into the Queen's bedroom to accept your OBE.
1: I don't know what it's called. State room.
2: State probably not bedroom. Whatever. <laughs> Alright, Mrs. Queen. Move over. I've just done a shit.
1: I like how uh <laughs> progressively less common you got during that. Oh I'd love. Could you move over, please? I've done a shit. I think we should just get on with it. Today we're talking about Ghostbusters. Which Ghostbusters, are you ask? The old Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I call it Ghostbusters. <laughs> Fuck you. Love.
2: How can you not like Ghostbusters? What are you able to unlink your childhood sense of well-being from cultural signifiers and judge a film on its own merits? What are you, a communist? Because Ghostbusters is amazing. It mixes horror. With humour, the city of New York is beautifully shot. The film is scored by an Oscar-winning composer and there's a wonderful supporting cast made of proper comedic actors. More importantly, though, while it thrills and entertains you as a child, if you watch Ghostbusters as an adult, it teaches you two important lessons and these are they. Lesson one, don't be a cellist because cellists are snooty and frigid. Lesson two, don't be Dr Peter Venkman, because as cool as you think he is when you're a kid, as an adult, you'll realise he's a wanker, he's a time waster, he's a sex pest, he probably doesn't pay taxes. Also, Ghostbusters spawned Ghostbusters 2, the Ghostbusters that's not as fun as the first one to watch in a cinema, but easier to talk over if it's shown on a Sunday when you've got a hangover. And Ghostbusters brought about the weird 2016 all-female reboot, which did nothing but A, inspire a bunch of internet think pieces about how female-led comedies are important, even if they're not funny, and B, make me want to watch the original again. Proving my final point, which is that the Ghostbusters franchise is pleasingly cyclical. Also, it spawned Uh, The real Ghostbusters, the animated series, which may have been some people's sexual awakening. I'm not saying it was mine. Stuart will say something here about how the original Ghostbusters film is awful because it contained references to blowjobs. So it corrupted a generation of children. And you know what I say to that? You know what didn't contain references to blowjobs? The children's programming output of the BBC in the 1970s and 1980s. And look how that turned out. Ghostbusters. Brilliant. Robin wins the end. Hat.
1: Truth be told, I didn't really enjoy the new Ghostbusters movie. But wait, before you single me out as a vengeful misogynist who's about to be kicked <laughs> off Twitter like that shrieking electro vampire douchebag was last week, hear me out. I didn't dislike the Ghostbusters remake because it trampled on my childhood and it hurt my feelings. I disliked it because I dislike Ghostbusters. That's right. The original Ghostbusters movie that everyone wanks themselves into a tizzy about, I don't like it very much. Because that film ruined my childhood. It ruined it when I was an actual child. Because I watched Ghostbusters when I was a kid, over and over again. Mainly because you see an animal's bare bum in it and that sort of thing's hilarious when you're six. And also because it's a kid's film, right? No. Watch Ghostbusters as an adult and you pretty quickly realise that you're actually watching a film about four chain-smoking perverts. (laughs) They're perverts, a lot of them. Bill Murray is a full-blown sex pest. Dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob off a dead lady. A blowjob. And they made a cartoon out of this. I mean, admittedly, in the 1980s, they pretty much made a cartoon out of every film that had a blowjob in it. But still, anyone complaining that the new Ghostbusters has ruined their childhood should stop blaming films and start blaming their own dangerously negligent parents. They're the reason why you're such a pointlessly crying man, baby. They're the reason why you struggle to make meaningful connections with people. I guarantee that every single thing that's wrong with you as an adult can be traced back to the moment when your idiot fucking parents decided to let you watch Dan Aykroyd get his dick sucked by a dead lady. Your parents are the worst. So, just to recap, I hate the new Ghostbusters, the old Ghostbusters, the old Ghostbusters sequel, the old Ghostbusters cartoon, any affiliated Ghostbusters merchandise, past or present, the entire concept of nostalgia, and you for liking any of the above, you drippy, backwards-looking, arrested, adolescence, backpack-wearing, Pokemon twat. I hate cellists as well. I hate cellists so much. I can't go through any sort of transportation hub without being enraged by a cellist.
2: Even...
1: Airport. There's always a cellist. There's a
2: cell... Ch- no. There there's
1: always a cellist at the airport. What I hate it.
2: airports are you bloody
1: going to? Oh, me? any airport. City. City. City airport. It? Cellist. Gatwick airport. Cellist. I've never Heathrow seen a cellist. airport. No. Cellist. Luton airport. Cellist. Stansted airport. Cellist. Are you... Do
2: you often travel with cellists?
1: No, I hate cellists. I, think, I hate them.
2: Well, How many? Why are they... They just cons- play a violin, for fuck's sake. And they just carry those in a box. Please. Okay, are these cellists also passengers? Yes. Not just random busking cellists who no. follow you around No, they're just people
1: with big, needlessly big boxes who need special attention for their fucking precious cellists. You
2: know we have a child. Yeah. That needs a
1: special attention. Yeah, but it's a person. We pay he pays for a ticket. A cellist. Cellist? If we'd put a kid in a box and was like, no, don't touch my special box, I'm a cellist. I play in the London Philharmonic.
2: Why do you hate cellists? I so much?
1: fucking hate cellists so much. <laughs> I really do.
2: Do you not like the sound
1: of a cello? What was which is what? Make a noise like a cello. Yeah, so you know. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Dreadful noise. Stupid cellist. Do you kind of have to... It's a
2: lovely noise, but, you know, don't be a cellist.
1: No, don't be a cellist. Don't play a cellist. Don't look at a cellist. Don't play a cellist. Don't play a cello. They're called cellos. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay, so why did you watch Ghostbusters over and over again? Because
1: it was when I was a kid. You think it's good. You think it's a good kid's film when you're a kid because you're an idiot with a stupid child's brain. Right. And then you, like, you gain any sort of understanding about the world and you're like, oh, no, these people are terrible. They smoke too much and they're perverts. This is nothing... You shouldn't be able to watch this as a kid. I think... It's like watching... It is like watching, like... If, imagine if someone brought out a kids' film today called, like, The Crazy Adventures of Jimmy Savile.
2: No. No. No? First of all, I think that film probably exists uh, on the bio channel.
1: What's the bio? Oh, yeah, OK.
2: You know the one where they yeah. have...
1: Yeah, uh, bio for biography. I thought you meant bio as in uh, biochemistry. <laughs> crazy biochemical like, bio yogurt. Chemical like and... yogurt what bio yogurt yogurt i hate yogurt so much
2: what uh what's up with the yogurt i, I don't man?
1: like the taste i don't like the, the the it's for something that you eat with a spoon it's got a very spoon unfriendly shape a yogurt pot
2: yeah it's completely round isn't it you yeah. can't.
1: Sort of... fuck you sh- yogurt you cunt
2: what uh can you describe the taste of yogurt imagine i'd never tasted right
1: yogurt. okay imagine milk right Do you, have you tasted milk before yes Right now, imagine that you're drinking a really disgusting version of that.
2: That's not helpful.
1: It is right. You do what? You don't know what disgusting is.
2: Not in relation to milk.
1: All right. Is so imagine milk. Well, someone's jizzed in some milk. <laughs> then how about that? And then put a strawberry in it. Is that what you wanted to hear? Is that <laughs> yes. where you wanted me to go? Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Milk like- and jizz in a pot. Yum yum. <laughs> you, Amanda Holden.
0: <laughs> she, you ad- she-, <laughs> she
1: advertises you oh she- god i'm making connections in my brain and they're not really translating to my mouth no now so you yes. your argument about we we'll just we'll just go on about blowjobs right you think ghostbusters was good because it had a blowjob in it and they turned it into a cartoon and it's better to have a film with a blowjob in it that gets turned into a cartoon that's shown to children rather than to make a cartoon from a film that doesn't have any blowjobs in it in a culture of um comprehensive paedophilia and sexual I th- molestation I, th- I think
2: i think if you think about it yes
1: but i don't understand the link there what links that why is why is what where did operation Newtree have to come into
2: it didn't have to i'm just saying G- G- ghostbusters in a way even though uh it has an implied blowjob in it culturally it is it is more wholesome than the entire output, children's output of the 1970s uh, BBC department.
1: Well, what you're doing there, you're not—you're uh, failing to separate the artist from the art. What's Are it? you saying that all children's television in the 70s is now worthless as an entertainment form because of no, no, the, I'm the saying creators. it's tainted with jizz. But oh god, what? No, it's tainted with jizz. But uh, but so is Ghostbusters. So is the real Ghostbusters, because I've seen. Ray, oh God, I don't know. Stance? Ray Stance. I've seen Ray Stance getting his dick sucked by a dead lady.
2: Okay, firstly, you never see that. You see Dan Aykroyd lying down on a bed and his belt buckle coming undone and then a ghost lady like on the ceiling and then you see uh, Dan Aykroyd go, wow, crazy eyes, crazy eyes. That's all you see. Right, so it's a blowjob. You don't see any peen... You don't see any open-mouthed action. You don't see any jizz. There's no, you know, it's... Pfft. I just thought, oh, no. I remember, I remember seeing that scene when I was a kid. Did you like, think he was ill? No, I thought, why? I thought maybe he was getting tickled.
1: I thought he was ill for a really long time <laughs> and she was trying to help him.
2: <laughs> oh, that's really cute. I just thought he was being tickled huh. or something. They put a lot of, like... Oh, no, I thought he was doing a wee. Because he, uh, they undid his belt.
1: And his and wee like, face is like one of cross-eyed bliss. Yeah, like he'd been waiting Ooh. for a wee for a long time. Oh, why did he do that, though? Why did they put that in there? I,
2: I don't know. Why, why did he appear in the film Casper as... Uh, as a Ghostbuster. Why did he turn up in the new film, Ghostbusters, going, Why, yada, I'm just a cab driver. I don't go south of no nowhere, and I ain't free no ghost.
1: Wow. Did you memorise that?
2: Uh, probably.
1: I hated all of those cameos in that yeah, new film. I yeah. hated them so much. Bill Murray. Bill don't... Murray stopped the film, yeah. basically. <laughs> And, and there was just a bit where, like, there were. It was. It was like it felt like if you have. It was, I don't care. Spoilers. Don't. No. Fuck off. I don't care. It's, Who are you talking to? The listener.
2: Well, who's arguing with you that you have to? They are. Silent. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: don't know that. I'm. Uh, I have the uh, the third eye. What? Oh, I don't know. I'm so tired. So, what it felt like they did was it felt like they got bill murray on and they went hey bill murray you do bill murray you hey you be crazy be crazy bill murray and they got him in and he he just sort of blankly said (laughs) things that you would say if you were put in charge of me or anyone he just sort of answered questions in a normal way and then fell out of a window yeah it was rubbish he was rubbish ackroyd was rubbish
2: i think it was a weird reimagining Uh, of Ghostbusters in, like, a parallel universe where Ghostbusters in 1984 had never happened. And they kept crowbarring in these cameos and references. And I feel like if they had just made it, made them everyone's kid, made all the main characters, all the Ghostbusters kids, it it would have been able to be its own story. But no. And they had to be all... Kristen Wigg was all... Uh, sort of here, kind of funny. Fun. Why weren't
1: anyone? Why weren't they funny? I don't know. Everyone in that film is funny.
2: Yeah, and they were all not funny. Even the 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 jokes lady, the the engineer lady. I can't remember what her name is. The lady um, from Saturday Night
1: Live. Oh yeah, Kate McKinnon.
2: Kate McKinnon. She wasn't funny. Ooh. She was like trying to be funny, and uh, no one was funny, and everyone was the straight guy. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It made me want to watch Ghostbusters.
1: But the original Ghostbusters isn't that great.
2: It is. It, it has. It. It's up to a standard. There was a standard in the eighties movies where things were. The cinematography was good, and things were plotted well. So there was the Spielberg movies. But they—they they were all the proper scores.
1: Oh god, the music was terrible. It was really scene. bad. There wasn't was like it? every time there was a scene, there was like it sounded like Limp biscuit and oh, some yeah. lady rapper going, like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, yeah! <laughs> Although, do you know what? There was no scene in Ghostbusters, the 1984 film Ghostbusters, where Harold Ramis did like cool slow motion lassoing of ghosts. No. I hated that. Oh. No, I, yeah, I wasn't. It's not a good film.
2: No, it's not. You not. Also, like at least in Ghostbusters, there's sort of a storytelling arc. You become invested in the characters a bit. You don't at all in this. You just No. Well, you really fell asleep did. for an
1: awful lot of it. I did. You were asleep for a lot of it.
2: Maybe I could have become invested in the characters
1: if I'd stayed awake. I think maybe being awake is a key part <laughs> of the uh, film appreciation process. I oh,
2: really film critics Stuart Heritage who always falls asleep in films. I don't always
1: fall asleep in films. Really? I often fall asleep in films.
2: And then you go, oh, no, I would like to critique this in the garden. I don't think I've
1: fallen asleep during a film. Oh, no, there once not so I fell asleep during a film. I fell asleep during. I had to. I've only been asked to formally review a very small amount of films because why? Why would I? They've got really good critics, and I don't know fucking anything. But they sent me to a Cirque du Soleil film, and it was less than an hour and a half long, and I, I hated it from thirty seconds in. And I sort of forced myself to go to sleep. You forced yourself. I was just like willing protest. myself. Yeah. Um. Tell me
0: about this. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Animal
2: bum.
1: Right, yeah, so there's a scene. It's my favourite scene in Ghostbusters. If you'd asked me until the age of, like, 22 what my favourite scene of Ghostbusters was, it would be the scene where one of those dog things...
2: The, uh, the hellhounds.
1: Yeah, jumps away from the screen and you see its buttocks. And what? that was my favourite joke. You just, see, you just see sort of an outline of an animal bum, and it cracks really? me up every single sec- It's just a bum. I, there was, I, I, I've watched Ghostbusters a lot, maybe more than any other film, and uh, my friend Roy, who lived on the road next to me, he always had a choice of uh, Indiana Jones and The Temple of Doom or Ghostbusters. And we tried watching Indiana Jones, and I couldn't do it because there wasn't any funny animal bums in it. Even though it's a much better film. No,
2: Temple of Doom is, is well, it's laden with racism. But yeah, it's, so it's, it's
1: a deeply I, racist it's, film.
2: I find it quite hard to watch.
1: But the, bit of, the, the beginning's good, the, where they're fighting over the uh, diamond or whatever it is. I haven't seen it for a um,
2: I think the woman is annoying, Steven Spielberg's wife, um, and it's, it's horribly racist. And, and also they eat monkey brains in it, which makes me not like it very much. I don't want anyone to win in it. Um, Stuart is now just staring at me as though I am a pillow and he's very tired.
1: I am very tired, but I just wanted to see where your story was going.
2: Um, that's why Michael I think...
1: Parkinson style. Expert interviewer, Michael Parkinson.
2: He says that people like their pillows. Yeah, I mean, he
1: says, pillows. so. tell me about your film. And people go, Oh, yeah, I made a film. And then Michael Parkinson just stares at him and doesn't answer. And they go, oh, and I raped my mum! And then that's, that's how he gets all of his big um uh, scoops. You have you, to stop talking and allow an awkward silence to be filled with something blurted out in a panic.
2: Now, that's not what you did. You were blinking at me as though I, I was a person who had turned into a cartoon
1: pillow and was why? doing no, a dance. Why is this fascination? Why would... Right, so, right. Okay, how, account, no, Frank, listen, wait, no, duvet, no, they do no. duvet. If I saw... A dancing pillow? Do you, how, do you think I'd look at it with any sort of attraction? No, I'd be terrified. You didn't look a at dancing with attraction. pillow with you arms and at legs, me
2: as though you were being hypnotised by a dancing pillow. No, going, no but Come no. to sleep, steward heritage. But of no, Guardian. I wouldn't be.
1: I wouldn't be. Ooh. No, shut up. Stop. Shut up. I wouldn't be hypnotised by a fucking dancing pillow. I'd be terrified. If, what, if a pillow came to life and started dancing around one foot away from you, you'd fucking shoot yourself. Of you, course you would. Fucking of course you, you would. Should have taken more drugs. No. Teenage. You would run. You would You would run. You're scared of bees. Imagine if Stuart. a pillow started... No, Stuart. imagine if a pillow started dancing in front of you. You would fucking... There would be a robin-shaped hole in that wall behind you. Stuart. What?
2: What I meant was, you looked like you were so tired, you were hallucinating a dancing pillow. Why is- would I hallucinate? If, that, if, if I was going, case if I was
1: hallucinating s- a pillow because I was tired I can. if I was hallucinating, you can't no if I was hallucinating <laughs> a pillow shut up <laughs> if I was hallucinating a pillow I, and, way, I and, and I wanted to say shut up I would, I, would <laughs> I would want to hallucinate a slightly different
2: direction I would
1: want to hallucinate shut up you go shut up my and god, you look stop talking. in a
2: oh, slightly oh, different oh my god stop talking you're looking at the ceiling now you're looking inside your own head
1: if I was hallucinating a pillow, I would, no, shut up. If I was hallucinating a pillow, <laughs> I would hallucinate a static pillow because that's what I'd want to sleep on the most. Steve. Why would I hallucinate a dancing pillow? You what good would choose, that
2: do? You can't choose your hallucinations. I had uh, so much dentist medicine that I hallucinated a new window. in. in
1: Whoa! <laughs> I know, and I just kept oh. going,
2: when, when did we get that window? And people were just going, what? shut up. Why would I hallucinate just a window?
1: Man, you're crazy. You got fucked up.
2: Stuart, I had taken dentist medication.
1: I got fucked up on dentist medication. I hallucinated a window. Man. No. Far out. Man. (laughs) A window. Stop it. Dentist.
2: Do you notice what I'm doing when I'm talking to you, though? You're saying something I don't like, and I don't immediately just look in another direction in protest. And then when you say another thing, I don't just then look in another direction, which is what you do.
1: Because your voice and face together are too much. <laughs> I can handle one. I can handle one at a time. Mm. Ah, stop it. Right, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, but, uh, we, we need to wrap this up, because this has gone nowhere and it's been stupid, and I hate it already. Um, what, quickly run me through your sexual awakening.
2: I didn't have one. What? I didn't have what, one.
1: Why did you mention that? What?
2: I didn't. Just some people do. Who? Uh, you know how people like fancy cartoons.
1: Who like fancy cartoons? Yeah. Like. Who likes fancy cartoons?
2: No, people who fancy cartoons. No. You know, sometimes you see a cartoon and uh, you might find it attractive. What? I don't. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? (laughs) Nothing. Your your sexual
1: awakening was the real (laughs) Ghostbusters.
2: I'm going to tell you a fact. Mm -hmm. Dr. Peter Venkman is played by Bill Murray, the actor. In the real Ghostbusters, the animated series, uh, Dr. Peter Venkman is played by a man named Lorenzo Music, Mm -hmm. um, who also did the voice of the original Garfield cartoon. In the film, Garfield, Garfield is voiced by Bill Murray, the actor. Oh, God. Do you see how cyclical that is and interesting?
1: At what point does your sexual awakening kick in?
2: What? There's no sexual... I certainly didn't fancy Garfield.
1: Did you fancy Garfield? Like... Did you... Robin, did you fancy (laughs) Garfield? Was it because he hates Mondays?
2: When I was, like, seven or eight, he was, Robin. It was his laconic wit.
1: Yeah, he was all like, hey, John, give me a lasagna. <laughs> I know.
2: Huh. <laughs> Odie. Yeah. Oh boy. That's, yeah. Yeah, uh, seven year old me thought that was. Uh... You
1: wanted to fuck Garfield.
2: Now, I think there's a difference when you have a crush when you're seven.
1: Yeah.
2: You don't really understand how. You
1: know, how cats that works. have barbed penises. Stewart. Imagine Garfield, right, full of self-hate, because it's Monday, just hates Mondays, wants his lasagna.
2: I see... Te- in
1: Beaten down by the world. Having sex with you, on top of you. No. With his like, barbed cat penis no. going in and out of you. No. Imagine that. No. Imagine it. I'm no. imagining it.
2: You're weird. That's an odd website to have my wife and her barbed cat penis fantasy. Anyway... Um. Uh, I he he was a cat version of Nick from New Girl, and I can understand seven-year-old <laughs> me, fancying him.
1: He was a cat because uh, my favorite episode of New Girl is one where Nick's like, "I hate Mondays,"
2: <laughs> pretty much.
1: Ah, uh, lasagna. Yep. Tell me one funny. Garfield joke. I liked Garfield. I can't, I can't don't remember it. a single, can't remember I, a single I don't funny. The
2: two cartoons I liked were the Archies <laughs> and Garfield, and I don't remember anything about either of them. Mm. But I was obsessed by them. That's my story. So basically, Ghostbusters, excellent. <laughs> <cryst> <laughs> oh, now you bow, 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 Do bow, 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 but bow, 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 just a
1: little bit of and
2: noise. Visible and bit sort of a little bit of a gonna of a This bit of
1: a little bit of a little bit life. a little bit of
2: I love that song, don't you?
1: Now it's time for Tepid Topics.
2: Tepid Topics. Please stop
1: singing. (laughs) And you did. (laughs) Wow. I should have really tried that (laughs) please stop singing thing one second into that Ghostbusters (laughs) routine. So uh, Tepid Topics... Is of course our segment where uh, we decide that there is too much opinion on the internet and try to counter it with something none of us care about. Today, I would like to talk about the uh, uh, International Olympic Federation's decision to not blanket ban all of the Russian participants. Robin, what do you think of that?
2: I think, I mean, I think it's probably quite nice of them considering that the Russians have probably all bought their tickets to Rio by now because it's like twelve days away. Oh, that's true. So, oh, I, mean, I hadn't
1: thought about it from that perspective. That's quite nice of them, actually, to let yeah. let an entire it. nation of um, top-down, <laughs> across-the-board drug cheats to participate in the Olympics, just yeah. so some people from Minsk can get their seats watching a fucking javelin getting yeah. thrown around. Yeah, so... Wouldn't the Olympics be better if everyone was on drugs and, like, the, they could run the 100 metres in five seconds? no
2: because imagine you train and 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 you get to your very top physical beak and then you just like take a pill. it like having a boost button. Yeah,
1: brilliant. No. I would cheat. If someone said to me, right, if someone said to you now, Robin, you can be in the shape of your life. You have to train for six months or you can take a pill. What would you do?
2: Well, I would take a pill, but I'm not an athlete. I would take the shit out, but I'd take two pills. I'm just I'm just a lowly journalist uh, with no morals. So, sure I would take a pill, but an athlete is like is the closest thing we've got to uh, sainthood now.
1: Apart an from athlete is the closest thing we have to an sainthood. Athlete to sainthood. Yeah, because what they run around in circles three times
2: because they're such masters. Have you seen them? They are all all gaunt and and sinewy. Well, why
1: do they? What? Why bother? For, you know, international acclaim. And no, fuck you? that. I just saw an advert from a Mo Farah documentary where he's like, yeah, I miss my kids, but I've got to dedicate my entire life to one fucking race yeah, every four years.
2: Why bother? If you miss your kids, we get hang out with your fucking kids. To uh, sainthood.
1: Rubbish, bollocks, stupid, hate it, idiots.
2: Right, so you have an opinion. You have quite a strong yeah, opinion. Yeah, I
1: know. I wish I'd never brought this fucking thing up. <laughs> Today's feedback comes from my brother... Peter Heritage, um, who has sent us a tweet Ooh. at Love and Hat on Twitter. Um, it relates to my ongoing battle with my perineum, which I'm going to stop talking about very, very soon. That's not going to Purely because I was in a car with my dad <laughs> the Saturday after the last episode came out and he just kept saying the word perineum under his breath and laughing. So that doesn't need, I don't want that to happen anymore.
2: Is that like when I was at lunch with your family and you left the room and your dad leaned over and went beef tunnel at me?
1: I think that's worse Don't come round my house. Don't come to dinner. Don't come to dinner with dad. (laughs) Right, so uh, this tweet comes from Pete, my brother Pete. Pete Heritage, subject of my upcoming book, Don't Be a Dick Pete. Out, published by Random House, uh, Vintage Random House, Square Peg slash Vintage slash Random I don't understand how books work. It's coming out next year. (laughs) The tweet says... Feedback. Put a pair of shorts on, then your balls won't sweat so bad. Hashtag fucking stupid hairy leg prick.
2: Are there any many people with that hashtag? If you click that hashtag, is there
1: any? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a wild limb and assume that he's the first person ever to use it. Yep, first person ever. Wow. What is it? Fucking fucking stupid hairy leg prick. Oh. This is because Pete. Pete thinks my perineal problems are down to my insistence on wearing long trousers all the time.
2: I don't know. Look, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think they're I, on? I have no idea. I don't have a scrotum, um, so I, I don't have that whole business going on in front of my perineum.
1: Mm, yeah, good for feel, you. I
2: don't feel qualified to comment. So you comment.
1: Um, Pete, Heritage, I challenge you to a... Perineum off. No, that's okay. weird. That would be like pegging. What's pegging? It's, no, it's pegging where you put your willy inside someone else's willy. What? Is that no. docking?
2: Docking? I've Pegging? never heard of. It. Pegging Docking. is when a lady puts a strap on on, and uh, and uh, has uh, relations. I'm thinking of
1: scissoring. Just Scissoring's just ladies, isn't it? Vagina, vagina, bang, 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 bang. But with perineums, me and Preet. I'm Preet. not. I'm not suggesting that. <laughs>
2: Oh my god, you want to scissor? No, your brother I don't with want no scissor!
1: I don't want to scissor anybody. Your I'm brother, sciss- no, your brother, no, your brother screen. I didn't say scissor, that. I didn't brother, say I wanted to scissor. scissor. I didn't say I wanted to scissor. Want I didn't say I wanted to scissor. I know no hashtags. Stupid. No hashtags. Stupid don't nobody use a hashtag. I stupid don't stupid no, scissor stu- 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 brother. If anybody <laughs> uses that tweet, I will come to their house and punch them in the mouth. Anyway, I challenge you not to a perineum off, not to a scissoring contest, <laughs> I challenge you, Peter Heritage, to appear on the next episode of Love and Hat, where we will discuss shorts... And perineums. Per- perineums might come up, but that will be the definitive end to the cycle of the perineum. But we will discuss shorts. He loves shorts. I dislike shorts. You will get to weigh in wherever you want in this.
2: My favourite part of today was when you leaned back in a sun lounger... Wearing a dark T-shirt, black trousers. And Pete said, you could at least dress summery. And you said, I'm wearing white shoes, Pete. I'm dressed
1: for the summer. Yeah, I'm white shoes. I never wear white shoes. You white shoes are, white are a summery shoes. outfit. I wear brown boots. Uh, like a man, because I'm an adult. Okay. White shoes are a concession to juvenilia that I'm only... Willing to commit to when the temperature rises above, let's say, 25 degrees Celsius.
2: Pete, come on the show, or as we like to call it, come round, and we will talk shorts. Talk shorts.
1: Talk shorts. Hashtag talk shorts. <laughs> Not hashtag peach juices, brothers. Yeah, come to our podcast festival show on September 23rd at 6.30pm.
2: There will be a bar, there will be other podcasts. You should come, it'll be funny, there will, there be, will be seats.
1: a tremendous amount of room, yes. many seats for you to choose from.
2: Bring all of your bags and put them on all of the seats.
1: If you have any cardboard standees, please bring those, because yes. we're doing badly.
2: Follow us on Twitter at Love and Hat. Come find us on Facebook at Love and Hat.
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at Stu Heritage.
2: I'm on Twitter at... Orbin, We are on iTunes. You can download this podcast at iTunes. If you do, please subscribe and then please leave a review.
1: Someone has left a review. Oh, really? Five stars. Uh, very complimentary about you. No mention of me. I oh. think it's probably one of your friends.
2: I am very nice. Okay, then. Come and see us in September. Listen to us in a fortnight. Uh, leave us some feedback and don't be too harsh. Bye. Bye. Pete and Brothers.